love, love, lust, lust, and that also. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the red bearded assassin himself. This is Love Lust and Badass Soul. I know, I know. It's been a while. We 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 left you guys without a dope pod to step to. I feel bad. Um AJ's still on vacation living her best life. But I, I brought a, someone with e- equal equal creep factor uh to join me on this episode. And that is the lovely Miss VJ. What's going on? nothing much uh yeah you're right i think that the creep factor is definitely equal um so thank you for having me i have been looking forward to it so this is good (laughs) (laughs) so um anything you want to tell the listeners or warn them about you before we start well i mean i think (laughs) that's funny because i guess if you listen to the podcast that i'm on then you know that i just kind of say whatever comes to mind and then i just um we just kind of let it go from there. So I just, <laughs> I think I might be in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that podcast she's talking about, that's chopping it up with Q. Uh, we're supposed to be doing something together with that in the waking soul once a month, because I just, we recorded an episode together and I just, I absolutely loved doing it. Um, but they stood me up last week. So she's here now. <laughs> I mean, you know, better I stand you up now than, you know, like stand you up later and make you a single father. Like this is true. This is this is this is a hundred percent fact. Um so Miss Equal Creep 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 Factor, if I could talk. <laughs> Are you ready to get into these topics for this week? Yes, let's do it. So the first one, we're going right for the title of this lovely podcast, Love and Lust. Love versus Lust. What's the difference and why it's important to realize which you're really in? And where people go wrong, confusing one with the other. What are your thoughts, Miss VJ? <laughs> um, so I, I think that lust is the easy one, right? It's that feeling that you get. I think I, I think the easiest way to kind of look at it is lust is like sexual attraction, right? It's sexual attraction with no other substance behind it. Like if you're lusting after somebody, we you generally are really just trying to get in their pants, um, which. Not to say that lust is not fantastic because I've lusted after a few people in my day and I enjoyed immensely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's not the same as loving somebody, right? I think you love is what you have after that idea of kind of like lusting after somebody solely fades away and you kind of are left with their personality when you're not fucking them. (laughs) Do you still want to hang out with that person? Would you still like to have sex with that person? Are you still going to be around for that person? Do you still care deeply for them when you're not, you know, touching genitals? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that that's a great way to put it. I laugh, but it's, it's pretty much spot on. I mean, I think, I think, People get so caught up in lust because lust does feel amazing, especially when it's backed up by amazing sex. Like it's just it can feel great and you can get caught up in that feeling and confuse it with love. But it's not nearly as fulfilling. Um, Well, for some people, I don't know. Some people live off lust. Um, But (laughs) I think I think where people go wrong, like confusing one with the other is like they that rush of endorphins kind of makes them feel like they can't live without the person, like they're a great person. And it makes you kind of turn a blind eye to some of the things you can't just live with from day to day. And I think that's a very big uh, factor in actually being in love with someone. I think we, we, we get so caught up, like when we're falling in love or feel like we're falling in love with someone to think about just, oh, well, if they make me feel so good, they do this, they do that. When really, I think the key thing of knowing if you're really in love with someone is if you look at their faults, when you look at the things that piss you off and you say, you know what, even if they never change this, it, w- it wouldn't change the way I feel about them. That's when you kind of know it's love versus lust. 
that, I mean, I don't think I could put it any better than that. <laughs> that is really it. And I think that for me, I, I think I'm fortunate in the respect that I, I, even though I can have rose colored glasses on, so to speak about a person, I very rarely get caught up in that feeling of lust to where I can't really be like objective. So I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse because <laughs> maybe a little bit of both, but it just, I have a hard time. Like you, like that, that crush and that lust feeling, like I get it, but I don't think I get it as strongly as other people do because I'm just sitting here like this person is cool, but they get on my fucking nerves. I don't know if I could deal with this. And I'm saying that, could I deal with this? Probably not. And then like <laughs> all my thoughts after that are consumed with like, God, he's cute. God, he's fucking dumb. God, he's fucking dumb. Like, and that's just it. Like, that that just ruins the whole entire lust thing for me at that point. So, yeah. Once once you come out of that haze, haze. Uh, once you come out of that of uh, of love and um, I mean of lust, the haze of lust, and you really are looking at the person, and you're just like, ew. Like, that's a terrible feeling. <laughs> it is. So that is a terrible fucking feeling like to just be there like oh yeah uh, it's like it's it's really like waking up and i'm not saying you you literally wake up next to the person you're just like yuck but it's kind of like this like because i've been in i guess in lust like in just sexual situations and then like thinking like hey we can make a relationship out of this and then like literally it's just like one day we're walking in the mall and i just look over like oh what the fuck am i doing it's this terrible feeling <laughs> and it's really honestly it always works out where like that that little haze lifts at the most inopportune times right it's like when you're like out in public and then you they do something like really fucked up or crazy and you're just like i need to find a way to escape out the back door how can i say i'm going to the bathroom and never come back <laughs> it'd be one time with someone where it was like literally like just the way they chewed like all of a sudden just made my skin crawl like we were like eating somewhere and i was just like oh my god the way that i want to strangle the holy shit out of them and that's when i was realized like you know what after i put them in the car after this it's time to go like that's it don't don't call me i'm gonna i'm gonna start drafting the text messages as you're riding home by the time you get home you can read it and that let that be it because it's it's done it's done <laughs> so here's here's my thing. What's what's the biggest thing that you've looked over, tried to overlook for, for 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 love or lust or whatever? Something that you try to overlook, and then you finally realize, like, you know what? I just can't fucking do it. I can't fucking do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, I think the biggest thing that I probably overlooked is that dude was messy, and I don't say that like. We just have a different cleaning styles and that house was kind of dirty. Like I went to his, cause here's the thing, like we were dating, but he would always come to my apartment because he had roommates because I was in college. So he does come, he does come to my apartment because I, I didn't, I only had like a couple of roommates and they were like, cool. And our apartment was clean and it smelled nice. And you know, we had food. So, I mean, I, I think that in retrospect, maybe I should have visited his apartment sooner. Because when I did go to his apartment, I was like, my God, this is awful. It smells like somebody died in here. I think there is mildew growing on the cabinets. And then I went in the bathroom and I was scared to touch anything. Like I had to pee. And I was like, I can't pee in here. Like I just picked my bag up off the one clean corner of the coffee table and just walked back out of the house, got in the car and just never called him again. Well, fuck. Um, Vijay, you're a low key savage, aren't you? Like you, you have the, the the beautiful smile, the nice voice, and you just look like sweet as apple pie. But you're a savage, aren't you? Okay, so first of all, why do you put me on the spot like that? I'm not. <laughs> I am not a savage per se. I think I just have. I've just learned to play the game. You, you can't. I know the game. I watched that bitch unfold. Like, I think I've been done every possible kind of way that you can be done at this point. So I've just, I'm a bit jaded. Like, you really cannot pull one over on me. And sometimes I just don't care enough. Like, I'm just like, I can't. Who's who's going to deal with this? Why would I do this? Mm. You just get to a point where you just don't care enough to deal with that type of shit. Like, your house being so dirty that I think that you are growing a new species on your kitchen counter is a problem. That it def that and I'm a cook. I love cooking. Like I couldn't 
the kitchen. So the kitchen and bathroom is two telltale signs that someone how nasty someone is. If their kitchen is a hot ass mess, and then you go in the bathroom and that's equally a hot ass mess, get the they fuck out of there. Exactly, it means they don't clean and they don't wash their ass. I'm pretty sure. How can you how can you clean your your body in something that is disgusting? Like how can you it, that doesn't even that doesn't even go together. It doesn't. Like your tub, it, the tile in your tub is black, and I'm like, how are you? Your feet are standing. <laughs> no, uh, see, you're making me relieve. I just threw it in my mouth. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. And I just, I, it was so bad. I called somebody else in the car, and I was like. I wanted to cry. I was like, I spent three months with this person and his house looks like something. And like, they were like, are you okay? Calm down. Start, or breathe, girl. Like, I was upset. That hurt my feelings. It really did. I, I see. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's move on. It's our listeners submit a question for this week. I've been sitting on this one literally since I think the last time me and AJ recorded. So I'm really had time to really think about this and the, the the types of fuckery we get sent in every week is just amazing to me. But this one is I've been cheating on my husband for the last three years, and recently the man I've been sleeping with has started pressuring me to leave my husband. Is it wrong that I want to still be married yet yet keep my sex buddy? VJ, I'm sorry. I, I really apologize that I invited you on this lovely podcast and you have to address such fuckery, but let's get let's get to it. What do you think? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, the short answer um is yeah, yeah, that's super fucking wrong. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> I don't even know if there's any nice way to put that. Like you horrible miserable cunt like seriously like what is it wrong for me to want to keep fucking somebody that isn't my husband when i have no intention of leaving said husband and just shrinking this other person oh it's all just so awful like who even oh okay look i get that people's marriages fall apart whatever i get it if you're unhappy that is probably something you need to address with your spouse before you get to the point of cheating. And by cheating, I mean fucking somebody consistently over the span of three years. That's not your spouse. <laughs> that, that, is a, like, that is a whole other level, right? Because there's always these conversations about people's marriages and do they feel like infidelity is a deal breaker? Because for everybody, it is not. One indiscretion is for a a fair amount of people, not enough for them to be like, fuck it, we have to get a divorce. If they feel like they can move past it. But that's not a, a one-time indiscretion. That is a, I think of ways to leave my house to spend time with this person. Me and this person are having sex regularly. I, That's, that's a level of commitment that you obviously are not showing your marriage. And, oh girl, just get a divorce. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Listen, listen, this, 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 I don't understand. First of all, all right, let's break this down. So she's been cheating on her husband for the last three years. The man that she's sleeping with wants her to leave her husband, and I'm guessing be with him. But she is like, fuck all that. I want to keep it the way it's been. <laughs> she, you're called Chief Savage. I'm not even <laughs> that, she has unlocked she has unlocked new savage level achievement. I, I, she got game. She got in-game badges, special content, and skins. Like I don't have none of that. I got the savage base pack. I don't. What? <laughs> she. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh You're my cool god! Or whatever, but I'm totally not gonna leave the husband that I don't like to have sex with. <laughs> oh man! Like. <laughs> This is I need I, I feel like I need follow up questions like the fact that she, okay you said is it wrong yes cheating is wrong so that at a baseline is fucking wrong um the fact that you are thinking that you are somehow going to keep this going so you've already juggled this for three years I guess at this point she's like I've juggled it for three years hey what's another fifteen I I, I, I like what. <laughs> And I guess that's my that that's the part that's mind boggling, right? Like, what is the end game here? Is there no end game? Like, you're just like, I, I don't want to not be married to the person I'm married to, but I 
also want to have sex with this other person. So I'm just going to do this for as long as they allow me to do it. And then the guy wants her to leave her husband. And I'm just like, three years though? Like, you've been waiting for her to leave her husband. Like, I guess my question is, has she ever said that she was going to leave her husband? Like, was she, is that the lie she told her? She, she's doing nigga shit. Like, this is like a lifetime movie where it's like, I'm going to eventually leave. I'm going to eventually leave. Like, and she doesn't say if like kids are involved or anything. Like, this is, this is a fucking mess. Um, my thing is in this, like, I'm trying to pull out how to give some actual advice instead of just saying you're a fucking dirtbag. Okay. Here's my thing. You've created a, you've created obviously a completely messy situation. My thing with this is you probably need to cut both of them off because obviously the guy you've been sleeping with has developed feelings for him to ask you to leave your husband. Your husband doesn't know any of this is going on. So it's, uh, according to him, I guess he thinks he's just in a happy marriage. Um, like this is leave both of them. Be by yourself. You got some shit you need to figure out. That's my putting on my serious hat, trying to have some actual advice to give. But really, I really just want to say what in the entire fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's what I want to say. Like, this is just crazy. People, are, this this is why people are afraid to get into relationships in 2019 because it's shit like this. People rationalize situations like this in their head and it's not right. There's nothing right about this. It's not. And I, I mean, it's unfortunate. And I think that at this point, if you have been seeing somebody else for three years and you cannot say that you care about the sanctity of your marriage or this person that you're married to. And maybe other people feel that feel differently. But in my mind, it, it, that that is a level of disrespect that I don't know how you overcome and, and, and come back from. But I do think that if you care about your husband in any substantial way at this point, you do kind of have to be like, hey, I need to we probably we need to get a divorce or we need to separate for a while here's why this is what I've been doing. I understand if you cannot forgive me for these. I mean, she really needs to sit down and really take a cold, hard look at what it is that she is trying to do with her life and trying to accomplish here because side guy, she just, that needs to be, she needs to stop seeing him. And then she really needs to have a serious conversation with her husband. Cause I, I don't even know that anything there is salvageable, but I don't think it's fair to him for her to just kind of be like oh well fuck it like i think she really does need to have some serious conversations with both parties there you have it sage advice from the creep one herself that is miss vj um (laughs) (laughs) but we are uh so (laughs) anyone who does follow uh vj this may not be something new to you but vj tells some absolutely amazing stories and i figured you know with it being the first time of her being on love less and badass so it'll be nice way for people to get to know her and her life for her to share one of these stories so we're gonna have a segment story time with vj vj are you ready for this (laughs) yes i am um so i thought long and hard about this um (laughs) about what it should be and as we were kind of discussing the bringing a story here i thought the the crazy part is is i've shared some of the more interesting stories about myself on other people's platforms and i usually tell i usually slip up and tell some of the most ridiculous shit on twitter (laughs) (laughs) and that is what happened um probably about a month and a half ago maybe two months ago so i thought that'd probably be a good story to recant um so um i don't remember what the conversation was about maybe it was just about really horrible dating stories i think that might have been it and i said that I kind of was having trouble with dating because I had had some really awful dates. Um, and somebody basically says something to the effect that they cannot be that bad. And I was like, want to bet? Hold my fucking beer. <laughs> and uh, so then I was like, let me tell you. I was like, okay, boom. Let me tell you about the time that a dude tried to sex traffic me. Well, not sex traffic. Let me say, tried to, that would be terrible. That's That hasn't happened yet, but it's 2019. I, the way it's starting, that may happen. Um, so story time again later about the time I almost get sex trafficked. It, it's coming. I feel it. Uh, <laughs> but the time that I almost got, um, I guess the guy tried to initiate me into his, uh, up, his upstart sex cult. Cause what do you call it? Like a fully formed one. It was like an upstart. It's like a plucky upstart sex cult. Um, <laughs> the underdog of sex cults. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was like the Rudy of sex cultures or shit. Like, 
Uh, prepare people because this one, hold on to your butts and your seats because this is gonna this is gonna floor a couple of people. <laughs> okay, so uh, I met this guy. It, it met a guy. We go on a date. Um, the date starts out really normal. He seems like a very nice guy. Um, we're just kind of, you know, we have not been on like, uh, that's our first date. So we're on the date and we're at a restaurant. So we're in public. So that's helpful. But, uh, we're sitting there having conversation and, uh, he's telling me, you know, that he has a daughter, which I knew that. And he was like, Oh, my daughter's away for the summer. Um, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's good. And he was like, yeah, I really enjoy spending time with her. This, that, and the third. And I was like, oh, that, that's good. He's like, yeah, she's spending some time with her mom. And then just kind of, we're sitting there having conversations and out of the blue, he was just like, um, so I think you're really dope. And I would really like us to, you know, spend more time together. How would you feel about, uh, moving in with me and my two other girlfriends? <laughs> Now, at this point, I, I guess, um, I don't know what, what gift you would insert there, the sh- shocked, floored, whichever one you, you would like to pick out, uh, insert gift there, because I was like, uh, pardon, run that back, because I, I thought that I had maybe misheard. So I, I put down my salad fork and was like, let me listen to this real good. Um, and so then he was, I'm like, what happened? And he was like, yeah, so I, uh, would like to be in a poly relationship. And right now I have two girlfriends and I would like you to be my third girlfriend slash wife, whatever. And he was like, but uh, this will only be like a two month trial period because my daughter is away for the summer. And once she gets back, I can't have all these women in the house. like dumbfounded because I'm like yo he's starting like he has some kind of like weird polysex shit going on at his house but then after I got back past, past that part my disbelief is at the fact that he's actually it's, it's like a fucking polysex camp like it's like a poly summer sex camp like at, at, at August hits everybody gotta start writing postcards and go the fuck home I guess so I'm like I don't know what this is and so then he, he lays it out for me because at this point I'm like because at this, I'm packing my shit up. I'm like, hey, can you get this to the waiter and I'll pay my half the check? You don't even have to pay for it. Hey, this was cool. I, I'm going home. I'm like, let me, <laughs> I'm trying to book it. He was like, will you at least hear me out? And I'm just like, fuck it. Can, can you give me another glass of wine? I'm talking to the waiter. I'm like, just give me another glass of wine. Fuck it. I'll hear you out. We're here. Why not? Um, I'll let my food digest and listen to this bullshit. So he's like, okay, well, here you go. He proceeds to tell me. What is happening at his houses? He has um, basically his house is out on like some property that's kind of like farmland, essentially. And they have gardens and animals and shit. And he goes and works a regular job during the day. And the girlfriends stay there and um, play Sarah Plain and Tall and uh, Little House on the Prairie, so to speak. And the two of them get out there and they farm the land. They out there feeding pigs and uh, picking uh Bushels of beans and shit. They they're out there doing it, buddy. They're the Laura Ingalls Wilders of the two thousands. Um, <laughs> which I don't have a green thumb in my body, so I don't know what made him think I would want to do that. But you know, <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking to myself, no. After I'm just shaking my head, like, well, no, I don't want to do any of that. So nope, this is still a no for me. Um, so then he's like, so then you know me, I'm just like, so they just collect crops up and stuff and you know that he was like yeah I, I really would like to add additional wives and then um we're gonna have the farm be self-sustaining and then eventually I'm gonna quit my job once I've saved up enough money for us to really have like a self-sustaining farm we're gonna slaughter our own meat and all this other stuff and in my mind I am fucking thinking to myself like this sounds like the start of a horror movie this sounds like some shit where everybody is killed and they are burying you in some unmarked grave in the middle of a cornfield <laughs> I do not know. So at this point, I'm nervous because I'm thinking to myself, how can I get out of here without him like hitting me over the back of the head with a shovel? Um, and so then, but but me, curiosity got the best of me. So I'm like, so I hate to ask, but besides the farming, h- how is your living arrangement working? And he was like, oh, well, everybody has their own room. And then this is when he chimes in. You would have your own room too. I could get you moved in next week. <laughs> 
just nonchalantly throws that into the conversation. And I'm just I mean, sitting here. At least he was prepared. I mean. He came. Well, I feel like had I said yes, he would have pulled out an offer letter and some contractual <laughs> papers and asked me, could I bring my birth certificate and social security number to his home? Like, I, I feel like had I had I said yes, there would have been paperwork. Like, I would have had to sign several documents. I I. I I had the sneaking suspicion that he was going to pull it out like it was an awful letter. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, then what would happen to my home and stuff? And he was like, well, I can't help you with that. You would probably have to, you know, sublet your apartment or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, knock on you, not subletting shit. So that's out of the question. Um, and so then he was like, but you could move in next week. You would have your own room. Of course, anything that you feel like you need from home, you could bring with you. I'm not allowed, you know, you're not allowed to, I'm not saying you have to stay there and you can't ever leave. He said, but you would have to live there and quit your job. Um, so it's like, you couldn't spend nights at your own apartment. You would have to spend the nights there, but you would be free to go back and forth to your apartment if you needed to. All right. Okay. But I'm confused as how I'm supposed to pay for this apartment. I'm quitting my job to go <laughs> live on the fucking farm. Like I'm a goddamn fucking pioneer, but you know, okay, let's keep listening. Cause it's all bad, but keep listening. So then he continues to tell me that what happens is, is that when he goes off to work, they're supposed to do all these chores and stuff on the farm. And they are both supposed to cook a meal. These bitches are cooking two fucking meals a night. Each one of them is cooking a meal. So they having two full course fucking ass meals every night. And then he tries the meals and whichever meal he likes best, that's the person he sleeps with that night. <laughs> oh man, this is gold. Like he's just out here living. Like and wow. I was just, what the fuck? So at this point, I'm just over it because I mean anybody that knows me, I'll be the first to tell you. Like, I'm not missing any meals, obviously. Like, look, <laughs> I'm say I'm not missing no fucking meals. But I also am not like one of those people that loves to cook. I love to bake. I'm not a, I, like I'm a a fine cook. I just don't love it. Like it's not something I enjoy doing a lot of. So I, me, that's my first thought. Oh, I get out of here. Hey, I was like, Hey, so I don't really like to cook. And then his question, follow-up question, well, do you bake? Cause I love pie. And he was like, and honestly, if you could just bake pies, I wouldn't make you cook. <clears throat> and I was like, can this bitch read my mind? Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm scared because I'm like, <laughs> something is like, <laughs> Something's going on. He, he, he knows my thoughts. Holy shit. And I'm thinking about so I'm just nodding, just nodding no. I'm not even saying anything. I'm shaking my head no, like, no, I can't cook or bake. Like, I'm lying at this point. Like, no, I can't any of those things. And he was like, are you sure? He was like, I just, he's like, I feel like you would just be a really good asset to our home. And I was like, look, bro, I, I cannot quit my job, move out of my apartment <laughs> to go to your sex cult slash poly sex camp for two months and then have to go back and live a regular ass life when your daughter comes home like none of this makes any fucking sense oh my god that is whew. so uh so when are you gonna get to the parts where you just went ahead and stayed a week that never happened <laughs> <laughs> that never happened I said, thank you so much for, um, uh, you know, inviting me out. Glad we had a good time. I left money for my part of the check. And I said, you have a, a wonderful day. And as I was walking out of the restaurant, I was blocking his number and text from my phone. Like, and I never heard from him again. So God bless him wherever he is. I hope that his, his summer sex cult, sex camp, whatever worked out for him. Um, good luck and God bless. It just was not for me. None of that made any sense to me because in my mind, sheerly, honestly, like logistically, what the f and then he wanted to add more people. So essentially he, he was going to do like the, the wife equivalent of what people in the 1900s did with children have like 12 of them. So you have them there to fucking work your crops. So he was going to get 12 wives. So that he had somebody there to like work his farm. So he was going to try 12 meals <laughs> to decide who to sleep with. <laughs> BJ, like, how does this how does this type of shit happen to people like i because you how do you get lured into a sex cult <laughs> like yes because <laughs> i wonder i wonder if the did, they didn't survive the summer like did you ever see on the news like at the end of that summer like two women went missing because like, no no 
nobody came up missing. I mean, and the crazy part is he like showed me pictures of these girls, like they had social media and stuff. So it wasn't like he, it wasn't as if he had them holed up and they were not able to communicate with people. I think they just were not allowed to communicate to people where they were, if that makes sense. Like they, cause you were still, he still said you were able to come and go as you please. You just had to spend the night there. So if they wanted to go out with their friends during the day or blah, 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 they could. So I don't know what stories they were telling their friends and family about what they were doing at night or where they were going. Mm-hmm. But my family knows he did a bitch and my friends knows he spoke too. So I just don't see how I could spend two or three months not living in my own apartment and nobody be like, so bitch, are you all right? <laughs> Listen, AJ tells some crazy stories on here. Uh, I can't wait till she hears this because if she got something to top this, I'm I'm gonna die. Because this is just this is one of the funniest things I honestly have heard my whole life that someone legitimately not only proposed this, but they had two people already living in that, and they that you 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 got recruited into a sex cult almost. That's that's hilarious. That's funny. And only this is why I life. don't date. This is why I don't date because these are the things that happen to me. I never have some nice, normal story about a date where the person just kind of chewed with their mouth open and I wasn't interested. It's either like it's feast or famine with me. Like it's that's literally it. Like it was either it it was either it was really good or it was a shit show. There's there's never anything in between. (laughs) Well, damn. Uh, so we're going to let you guys rebound from that story. I want to know you guys' reaction to it. We're going to take our, our commercial break and hear from our sponsor, She Orgasms. And we're going to come back. I'm going to talk a couple more topics and then we're going to go ahead and leave. Are you ready to try She Orgasms? Well, it's definitely the real deal. From increased energy, focus, even wetness during sexual play to enhanced climaxes, total body arousal, and even intensified desire. Get ready to be blown away by the number one female enhancement supplement out. Go to www.sheetorgasms.com, learn more, and purchase your own bottle. Happy coming. And we're back. So, uh, inspired by VJ's amazing sex cult story, I put a topic on here. Poly relationships. Could we ever see ourselves being in one? The benefits is one party always left out. Uh, I'm almost scared to ask you since this was almost your life but what are, you, what are your views on poly on poly amorous relationships listen that was not almost my life there's nothing that man can say to me to make me go fucking live on his laura eagles wilder camp farm <laughs> damn the fuck out of here that oregon trail ass bullshit um listen Here's the thing of poly relationships. They come in all shapes and sizes. So I am of the never say never camp. Now, reasonably speaking, I would say that that is not for me. And I will just say that I feel like for me, that would be a hard sell depending on what the, I guess, parameters are. But if I'm in a committed relationship, then that is my expectation. You know, that that is my expectation is that we are committed to each other only. And the idea that you are out having sex with somebody else would not sit well with me personally. Now, do I know people that are in poly relationships where their rules and their parameters make it so that essentially it, it it's probably palatable for them? Absolutely. But I just don't think it, however I spiced it, I don't know that it would be okay for me. Okay. I, I listen, my, everyone who listens to this podcast knows I have a very short tolerance for people in general, humans, so the less humans that are in the relationship, the better. So to tell me that not only do I have to deal with one person, I have to deal with another person on top of that. No, nah, I'm good, boss. <laughs> it, it just seems like a lot of moving parts to me, right? Like I think because, for instance, I won't say names, but I have some friends. They're in a poly relationship and one of their rules. OK, well, here's the thing. The guy is um, the guy is in a relationship with a girl who's a little bit younger than him. And the girl kind of is one of those free-spirited people where she has kind of been in poly or like open relationships. So he is more of a traditionalist, and so they are together. So they have rules about her poly activities, but he is not engaging. So essentially, he is in a committed relationship with somebody who is in a poly relationship with other people, if that makes sense. Like he is not doing anything but having sex with her and paying a mortgage and going to work and raising his 
you know, stepdaughter. She, on the other hand, can go on dates and go out with people and have sex with other people. And their rule essentially is that these people cannot come to the house and that she cannot spend the night at these people's homes. Wow. That's deep. And I was just like, that's some wild ass shit. So, I mean, and at least, like we're talking about love, that is a level of love that I will never fucking experience because there is no way in fuck I'm going to be sitting at home, kicking it, chilling, watching Netflix, eating popcorn, cooking dinners, being like planning birthday parties and shit, calling and making your doctor's appointments. And then you might have a fucking happy hour date after work before you come home. And you're going to come kiss me in my mouth. That's deep. Wow. No. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. Like the whole, uh, I, I'm I'm good on polyamorous. Like, of course, a younger me would probably be like, oh, that's some shit I'm down for. But I just, I just don't have time. Like, it's really, it's already hard to get. And don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking for anyone who's gotten them to work. Because if you can get them to work for you, hey, live your best life. I am fully behind everyone living in whatever way they can make work. If everyone's happy, if that's what you can do, do you. But for me personally, I just don't see it. I just don't I, I I need peace and I already like being left alone. So to share my life with somebody and then add someone else to that, like that's just you're cutting down on my alone time even more. And I'm just not willing to give that much. I don't have that much like space. Like I, I don't have that much in my mind to deal with that many people. Like it, it's just I can't do it. I need I need me. <laughs> Like right, I need like a fucking flow chart to figure out exactly. Like we don't we don't need we don't need to break out and have like a whole playbook NFL playbook on how like we're gonna work make time work and and I got kids like I don't got I don't I I'll let you know right now I ain't got fucking time so it's not happening um so I'm good on that I'm good like if we if we want to get it popping every once in a while with the third party that's a completely different thing we can do that but to have a third party there all the fucking time no I'm good boss. I mean, but I think, like I said, I think everybody has their different rules for how it works for them, how it, how that looks for them and their their polyamorous relationships. So, I mean, like I said, we're, we're not here to tell you that you're wrong or whatever for, for however you make that work for you. It just is, <laughs> it, like I said, again, it just seems mind boggling to me to have to kind of juggle that. But to each his own, because, I mean, honestly, we're just keeping it a buck. It's a lot of people in polyamorous relationships right now, and they don't know it. So, <laughs> uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news on that regard, but, uh, that, yeah, some of y'all in open relationships fact. right, though. Fuck no, and y'all don't even know it. So. That is an absolute fact. Um, absolute fact. So, we're going to, let, let's move on from that. I, like I said, if you can make it work for you, and, the, and all parties know, more power to you. If those that are in secret polyamorous relationships... Shame on you. Hey, to go go back to that that first listener submitted question that we had. Like, there you go. There are thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> so the next one, we're gonna get a little personal here. Weirdest fetish. What's your weirdest fetish, VJ? I feel like you have like a, a weird like like back fetish or something. You you tell me. <laughs> what the? Like a back fetish? Wait, what? <laughs> I just uh, you just look like someone who just would look at a man back and be like that is a sexy ass back like I could just I see mean, you. shoulders yeah no, I mean back <laughs> like the small of the back nah definitely shoulders that's a thing um weirdest part I I don't know so I like collarbones and so I just kind of like what? looking what? that is kind of weird like what about a collarbone I don't know. Something is sexy about like kissing a man there. I know that's kind of stupid, but then if like, I don't know something about it, if it just doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right, man. That's strange. <laughs> that is really strange. It oh, is well. strange. <laughs> well, damn. Um, okay. Well, let's just keep that moving. Uh, that, so that's okay, it. No what more? about yours? <laughs> I mean, every, everyone knows about mine. I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast, mine is, it's not really weird. I mean, it's common. I have a foot fetish. Like, I don't have anything weird outside of that. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Let me think. Well, everyone knows too. But I've see most of mine are out there, so I don't know how weird they are anymore because people know about mine. But I have a weird thing for for foreheads. I just feel like like in my personal <laughs> in my personal life, the forehead ratio equals how good the pussy is. I've never had bad pussy from a chick with with a big forehead. Valid. My pussy is fire. My forehead is huge. <laughs> We'll go ahead and move right along. Any any anything else you want to share, ma'am? <laughs> um, you what? You know what? Um, I don't think that I have any like super weird fetishes. Like aside from the collarbone thing, like I'm pretty normal about stuff. But um, I will tell you a quick story. 
uh, about someone who had an interesting fetish who presented it to me. <laughs> and um, it's kind of like a bonus dating story, but not really. <laughs> so uh, I met a guy at a party and he gave me his number. We chatted for about two weeks. I am doing homework. He sends me a video. I open my phone, take a look at the video. The video is him standing in his boxer briefs in his shower. The shower is not running. Um, and he is standing in the shower, rubbing his nipples and peeing on himself. Uh, so I text okay. him, what is this? And he says, this is what I'm into. I would totally like you to join in. Maybe you could hold the camera. Maybe you could rub my nipples while I pee on myself. I like the sensation of urine. Maybe you could pee on me a little. You know, you could join in. And he's like, I really like it when it runs down my leg onto my foot. And I was like, you know what? You have a blessed and so wonderful evening. Don't ever call me again. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> not my fetish, but that is by far the weirdest thing I've ever seen or heard. So there you go. <laughs> well. That's deep. It's it. <laughs> well, all right. Let's move right along. We're going to go ahead and get into one more weird thing. This is the last topic for tonight. Um, talk dirty to me. The strangest things that, that we've ever said or that have been said to us during sex. This is how we're going to send this one off. What's on your list? Uh, well, I don't normally say strange things during sex. <laughs> I normally, uh, you know, the normal stuff, the moans and, you know, you know, whatever. If you want to be called daddy, sure. It's like, I guess. Um, let's see. I had a guy um, who kept wanting to call me like a dirty bitch during sex. And I didn't really care for that. Like, I, I, <laughs> I didn't love it. I mean, I guess. But, you know, um, it wasn't my most favorite thing I've ever been called during sex. Um I had a guy who wanted me to refer to him as grandmaster during sex. And I was like, this is weird. Not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just telling so many things about myself today. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're not going to get into the mechanics of why he thought that was okay. How about that? <laughs> I'll leave that for another day. Um, but I think those have got to be the weirdest things. Men wanting to be referred to as master or whatever. And um, the calling me a dirty bitch. And some guy wanted, kept calling me um, a sperm dumpster. Cum dumpster. That's what he kept calling me. Cum dumpster. I didn't like that either. Huh. That That's... That's that's not too bad, but yes, that that's weird. I'm sure, like being called a cum dumpster during sex, like that's just that that that's not sexy. That's it not sexy at all. Sexy. I, I actually start laughing. And see, I don't talk much during sex, so I I really don't have much that I say during sex. Um, so I I don't talk much. But the weirdest thing that's ever been said to me during sex. So, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, so I'm having sex with this chick. Uh, during sex, she's like, I want you to fuck my ass, which isn't that big of a deal. Okay. I do it right. I do it. And then, um, while I'm, while I'm, we're having anal sex, she, she's dead serious. Like uh, she, I'm, I'm back there plowing and she like arches her back to stop me and stops and turns around. And is like, I want you to fudge, fuck my face. Listen, that's the <laughs> most disgusting thing that you could possibly say in this situation like that. And then, and then, so I'm like, this bitch is crazy. And then she's like, I, I, I want to lick your dick like a pudding pop. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm good on this. I'm good. Direction is gone. It's gone. It, love don't love her, live here anymore. I'm good. Let's go away. Oh, my God. That is almost as bad as the Reddit thread I read about this guy being upset because his wife wanted him to shit in her mouth. Oh, why was I don't get why that how that's sexy like shit, it, like I piss I don't get how people get so I don't get it and the crazy part about it is that she like low key tried to trick him that's why he was upset because he kept saying I don't want to because she wanted she said she wanted him to take a dump on her chest and so they're having sex and she's about to come and she was like yeah just come in the bathroom shit on my chest in in the tub and I'll come and he's like I don't want to do it but sure. He says he looks back and she's moved her chest out the way and put her mouth near his butt. And I was like, oh, God, see, I would be done. <laughs> yeah. It, see, <laughs> I, my friend sent me um, there was the, there's this video that um, this dude was like having sex with a chick or she was sucking. It was something. But like he had this thing of nothing on his own face. Like that's what he enjoyed. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm really good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
and I, look, it's shit like that that makes you realize, you know what? I'm not a freak like I think I am. I'm just normal. Really not. I'm living an average ass life. <laughs> I've never in my adult life. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's just Ooh. Yeah, that's that that's not that's yeah. Oh god, now you're not going to date or have sex again. Exactly. There you go. Just there ruined you go. all but that I, for me. Thanks. I do I do have one more though. One more. So, um I don't know how weird or not this is. So, I I'm, I'm I'm having sex. Um I think I was this was like college year, so I was I was still fairly young. So, I'm 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 we're in the middle, we're having sex. Uh she starts giving me head or whatnot, and she's like um it's not it's strange because she's like i want you to give me that nigger dick but she's black so it's still like it's weird to me because it's like (laughs) like are you are we role are you supposed to be like a white woman right now or did we start role playing i don't know it just that caught me off guard it wasn't like nigga give me some dick it was like i want you to give me that nigger hard er dick and i'm like but you're a nigger too like what's happening here so there you go Oh my god! With the RDR, (laughs) that would be. And I've always, and I've always maintained it. Is really why I think I really, aside from like not really kind of being into like pink penis, like I really cannot deal with like dating a white man because the first time Lil Connor calls me a nigger I'm shooting everybody so it's like what if that came out of another black person's mouth I think I would just probably pack it in like that would be my signal to go home yeah definitely (laughs) see now that you've introduced that into the universe I feel like it's gonna happen to me (laughs) (laughs) oh man like if the thing is, if that was if a white person ever said that to me during sex, like I like that's too much. Like that is too much. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> people say some weird shit during sex that you definitely wouldn't say in real life. But to say that to someone, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, oh, there's some weird people out there though. Some weird ass people. Uh, VJ, I'm sorry. I know I've uh, you've gone through the depravity with me uh over the course of this episode. I appreciate you. You're a trooper sharing your story, all that. Uh are you will you come back? I gotta get you and AJ on the same episode at, at some point. Yes, I would love to come back. AJ is amazing and I would definitely look forward to not say you're not amazing too, but AJ is just like super dope. Plus she's fine as frog hair, so you know. That is true. And what what I'll say this and I'll, it's always weird for me to do this like I do the Awakening Soul segments alone all the time, but it's always weird cuz this is AJ's show. Like I will say this right now. I I'm able to show up, talk my shit, crack my jokes and get the fuck out. But everyone knows this is AJ's show. She makes the show. She's the heart and soul of this show. She's helped me so much over the course of us doing the show. So I would never ever be able to replace aj um she's amazing and you know what she does with the blogs now too like she i'm so happy that i've been able to be a part of her like stepping into this podcast world and now being a blogger and what she's gonna do she's amazing and everything she's gonna do she's gonna be successful but this is definitely aj's show and i miss her dearly yes hurry up back from your vacation so you can tell us things (laughs) yeah because you you know she got into some fuckery (laughs) while she was on vacation hmm I see. You know she got into some fuckery while she was on vacation. Well, exactly. I'm here for the fucking shenanigans. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm here for that the is, shenanigans. That of is course. an absolute fact. Um, <laughs> well, VJ, tell the tell the listeners of the Awakened Soul where they can find you. Oh, well, they can find me several places. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Twitter is normally the one that I am on the most. Uh, I promise, disclaimer, that I am honestly a very nice upstanding model citizen my twitter does not reflect that uh so just excuse some of the things that i say um yeah but that's at vj underscore burton if you'd like to follow me there um and if you're really really cute and you have a beard i would totally like to sit on it you know but platonically as friends um (laughs) (laughs) yeah just platonically as friends though you know not anything serious or whatever um because you niggas, you know, that, that doesn't ever work out. Like, uh, clearly all my dates are bad, so let's not do that. Uh, so no dates. Uh, just platonic face-sitting. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at, at BJ underscore Burton. And then on 
Snapchat, it is MeekB. Don't snap me your penis. Y'all really like to do that. And I Damn, I was just getting ready to press send to. Me your penis. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's where you can find me. <laughs> That's deep. No, it's not. It's awful. It's not deep at all. <laughs> nothing deep about it. <laughs> and you guys know where you can find me. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the podcast at L-L-B-A-S. No, Love, Lust, and B-A-S on all social media platforms. We are the number one adult podcast of the land. We are also part of the Breaks Media. Go to thebreaksmedianetwork.com to read AJ's lovely, sultry, sexy, all that good stuff blog. She just, not this last one, but the one before there. Listen, I know she's responsible for at least three people getting pregnant after reading it. But we want to thank you guys for taking uh, a journey along with us. We're sorry for the break. We'll we'll get better at that, especially now that I know VJ is definitely, definitely deprived enough to uh, be on the show. She just, yeah, the creep factor is high. Uh, So we will see you lovely and beautiful people next week back with the regular cast. Uh, But AJ may may start popping in and out of here. I mean, VJ, I'm sorry. Too many J's. I'm out. Peace. (laughs) This has been a presentation of the break break media anything for my baby i do some crazy things yeah so whatever he want he can get that long as i like we can hit that oh sweet on love no soon as we done she'll leave it right out the door if you can keep our freaky secret on it down low, we can have a special thing going on, three way, I couldn't wait to have with you, cause I know it's time you on, so let's do it babe, cause two ways are better than one, three way, I couldn't wait to have with you, cause I know it's time you had to do it, babe, cause two ways are better than one. I'ma take off my skirt, then she gon' touch me right there. Then it's gonna be your turn. So, baby, don't you be scared. We gon' need all of your loving. Whatever you got to give, you was talking that shit. Time to get up in them ribs tonight. I told you I would ride till I die Three way, I couldn't wait to have with you Cause I know it's time you on So let's do it babe Cause two ways are better than one A three way, I couldn't wait to have with you Cause I know it's time you on I had to do it babe